This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Hey everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, sorry it's no-go Power Rangers. The beast is unstoppable. We'll talk about it next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown. Of course, you all know what that means. This is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we like to... I think the word uh, prognosticate. Yeah. I think you're right. You know, I like to buy a vowel. <laughs> About the box office that lay ahead. I'm one of your host, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. And hey there, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. And uh, always our, our usually our third man, uh, Neil in the booth. He is on assignment. So we have Anthony. Say hello, Anthony. Hello, guys. How's it going? Oh, mm. all right. And Anthony, where could they find you if they wanted to track you down? I actually don't have a Twitter yet. <gasps> Do you yeah. have Instagram? I have an Instagram. Okay, it's, that uh, counts. I be absurdity, and I is actually like I like a human eye. All right. Okay. Well, we got to get you started thinking in about 140 characters. Yes. Anthony, come on now. Yeah, I know. My so. thought process ain't there yet. <laughs> it's we'll practice. See. Takes a lot of practice. All right, we'll see. Uh, and as always, folks, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and hop in the chat. Anthony's going to pull it up so it's nice and big. And even if you're watching this afterwards, I don't even want to spoil it. Carrie, what can they do? I know this is your... I love when you do it. You know, but see, now you're getting excited. So do you want to try? I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. Um, <laughs> you, you you comment above? I don't think where those no. are where the comments are. No? Yeah, okay, no. they're on the sides, guys. No, on, no? not that either. Uh, are they... Close, they're, they're, yay! Ah, they're below! He All can right. be taught! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yes, we've got uh, many things to talk about here. Uh, first off, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, uh, wait, make that bigger and then scroll to the top. Yay. Sorry, you guys were talking about the new horror movie called, uh, the, it's Double X, and I do want to see that. That, that was a, got a lot of buzz at hor- um, Sundance because it's, it's an anthology, and I think it's all female filmmakers. Oh, cool. Or so. All right. Well, Can you check that widen out. that so it goes across? Because we love that you guys say a lot of great comments, and we just want to be able to read it all. <laughs> and if you're not watching live, like we said, comment down below, and you guys do a really good job of all the numbers and predictions, and like they, they, you guys get so into it. It's like each, not just what order the movies are in, but what each one was going to make. I'm like, wow, that's not even me. Yeah, no, I'd be sweating it out. <laughs> I do like one. <laughs> we do the one movie. Uh, but we'll start off with our top five, and Beauty and the Beast came in again at number one. Whoop, whoop. Uh, another eighty-eight point million to its uh, box office, and I went and saw this and? since I lost last week's box office bet. I had to go check it out, and you know, I already came in with a, like a chip on my shoulder against it because I am such a fan of the original animated mm-hmm. version. 
And so I, I, I definitely walked in with it like, all right, prove you to me. You had a pun did. there too, mm. Chip. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. I like uh, definitely proved to me why you deserve to be a live okay. action film. I kind of came in like that, and I, 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 it's. I still would rather watch live action. Did you any take time. your kid at least? Oh no, no, no! This is a solo deal. Forget it. Because I feel that's the thing you take kids to. No, I, I you know, no. fine. I'd fine. rather show her the animated version first. Absolutely. Oh, then yes. yes. If she hasn't seen the animated, then absolutely. No, she hasn't seen that. I, I don't, you know, and I, I felt like the thing that that struck me was anytime you see uh, uh, a film uh, where there's songs, or if you're seeing mm-hmm. a stage production, mm-hmm. like the first time you ever see something, I feel like the way you hear those songs is that becomes your standard. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. so then everything else that you, anytime somebody else does a, a revival or an interpretation of those, you're constantly comparing it to what you originally heard. Mm-hmm. And for this one, I just felt like everything was lacking compared to mm. the original film. I felt like Be Our Guest was just not as good as it was in the animated film. And Ewan McGregor, I love him. I did not enjoy him as Lumiere. Uh, Roger Bass agrees with you. 2.5 out of 5 stars. Uh, Lejen says, I'll wait for the DVD. And, uh... Okay. Yeah, it's just, I, you know, I mean, I know I was already kind of predisposed to not wanting to like it as much, but I just also came away, I mean, I suppose if you're really totally in the tank for just anything at all, you're going to enjoy it, but I just felt like the changes that they made didn't really... Didn't do I, it for you. Didn't do it. I didn't, okay. I didn't need to know what happened to Belle's mom. I didn't feel like I needed that. Uh, okay. So things that they added into the film to kind of break yeah. it out and give it that extra 45 minutes, things that I didn't feel like I, I never really was like questioning from the original animated film, like, mm. but why... But why? But why? So, yeah. Aww. That's a shame. Sorry, you, McGregor. I, I love you, but not uh, Lumiere was maybe not that okay. for you. Uh, so yeah, but coming in at number two was the, uh, the film that we did our box office bet on, Power Rangers. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Rangers from Lionsgate, uh, $40.5 million. As always, I forget what I said. What did we say? Uh, well, did you look it up? I did, of yeah. course. You always got to check the tape. I looked at the last ones. Not that that proves anything. <laughs> so, uh, for the box office bet last week, Carrie and Neil had a meeting in the minds, and they were oh, yeah. $75 million. $75. Mm. I went with $60 million. You so win. So it looks like I won. But I also lost because I did see the film as well. So Oh, okay. Uh, Power Rangers was fine. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't any... Uh, I, I, th- I wanted to Sharon like it Sharon was liking it. It was, it was fine. You know, uh, I mean, it, it does have some uh, touchstones to the original. It, and certainly, if you just base that on the trailers, I think the trailers give it the impression that it's a lot darker of a film and more mature. Just kind of kind of way that they cut that trailer and you're together. Like, no, not so much. And it's definitely not that. I mean, mm. for one, if you... Uh, Krispy Kreme, like man, I, I love they they cannot stop talking about Krispy Kreme enough in that film. That if <laughs> certainly it's a product placement, you can go to Krispy Kreme right now and get some Power Rangers donuts right now. So I mean, I guess that's a fun way. If you're going to have a promotional tie-in, then you might as well just beat it over the head and constantly okay. just mention every other sentence that you, you need to go to Krispy Kreme. What's really important in the film is hidden underneath the Krispy Kreme. Mm-hmm. So Krispy Kreme gets a lot of name checks in there. Wow, uh, you know, I don't know. I feel like. There's a lot of stuff that they did with uh, Rita Repulsa, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I think I think mileage may vary about how you like uh, 
um, that, 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 that Elizabeth Banks mm-hmm. as her. She does definitely chew up the scenery, but I also felt like they they were setting her up more for a sequel, like things that she she I don't feel like she really got her due in this film, just mm. story wise. I gotcha. Uh, yeah, and you know the kid the kid actors I think they vary in terms mm-hmm. of acting abilities, and some are a little better than others. Yeah, uh, Brian Cranston are they though, good ensemble? They're of kids fine. No. You know, like I felt like I wanted Ooh, to. Hey, I, I don't know. I felt like if you're gonna jump it up from what you can see on the TV series to uh, to a film, I want to see like just like let's take it to the next level in terms of like the fight sequences, things like that. Yes, it, you know, and I feel like because they were okay. We can all agree they're maybe a little bit cheesy on the TV show, yes. but they were cool. Yeah, and you got to see them fight. It wasn't like so many jump cuts that you're like, what. What? What's going on? Like you actually got to see a fight, and it was cool to as a kid to watch it. So that's unfortunate that they don't yeah, keep I mean, it going. I, I, like these fight sequences are just like eh, there. There were very few, and they weren't that. They weren't anything like. I felt like whoa! Um, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Serenity uh, says we Americans noticed. Uh, says Power Rangers was great. Don't know why Americans pay so much attention to product placement. All these things go right over my head. I. I don't mind too much. Uh, I mean, if they have an obvious product. I don't. I don't care, but I would agree it'd probably get annoying if like they're saying it constantly. Um, I, did, I don't know if it became annoying to me, but it became basically it came, which maybe is their intention. Is it a joke almost? It, it became just almost absurd and hilarious, just like the way they just kept on name checking. Okay. Like, okay, we got it, we got it. No, you keep going. You're gonna keep doing it. All right. Mm-hmm, okay. So, uh, like I said, I feel like that's if you're gonna have to do it, yeah, then you might as well. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, Brian Cranston. Uh, I don't know. I feel like just a Zordon. I mean, he basically spends mm-hmm. the majority of the film is just a, uh, uh, you know, just kind of zooming around the head inside the ship. Mm-hmm. But I feel like even just as that, you can't contain Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. He's great, even just a Zordon. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting to check out. Yeah, I just, yeah. But I definitely think I, I definitely wanted to come in wanting more. Mm. I don't know. I'm telling you, you have your bar too high. <laughs> Should it be too high? I feel like. Why should why should Would you rather your bar be low and the movies are mediocre, but at least you like them than constantly being so dissatisfied like you always seem to be? But yeah, but, but, but why should I lower my you know lower I know, the bar? I, I should demand the the best from my. Then you need to tweet that out so that they see it. I hope you do. You know, I, I actually I did not tweet that out. I, I you should, should. I should. I mean, that's the way. Like, if people really dislike a movie or something like that, that is the way you. Let them know. Yeah, but it's like I also don't want to. I, I I feel like I just don't want to be like a hater. I like to be uh, like a constructive. Do it. Say yeah. If you can say it, construct constru- constructive criticism is the better way. I always hated that working at a video store. People are like, "This movie's bad." Well, why? What what didn't you like? And they can't explain it. I'm like, okay, if you tell me like the effects were bad, uh, like they didn't look good, the sound quality was not great, so then you couldn't hear what they're saying. All those are like good viable reasons to not like a movie. But if you're just like, oh, it's bad. It's just dumb. You're like, okay, and then you don't have a good answer there. Yeah, and uh, I had heard before going in that uh, Bill Hader, def- that people had equated Bill Hader to, um, uh, what's his name from, uh, Rogue One, the uh, Alan Tudyk's character. Oh, okay. Uh, and so, like, oh, yeah, he's like, he, he, he pulls like an Alan Tudyk in there and just steals it. I didn't think so. Okay. That, it, that set me up with a lot more expectations for um, him, and I was like, no, not really. <laughs> no, yeah. he did not really walk away with anything okay. like that. So uh, you wanted more action? Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, I don't. Uh, I guess you know, again, it's one of those where you, you, the Power Rangers, we all know what they are. Sometimes you just don't want to be bogged down by an origin. You want to just like get right into. We know who the Power Rangers are. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see another story. So yeah, thank you, Stardew, for boiling down. Look at that. 
I uh, started with you tweet Frank's that in my name. Frank's review in one sentence. Tweet that in my name. <laughs> Thank you, Star Drew. Aww. Uh, so, yeah, but I'll be curious to see what you, you and Neil both think of this film. I know. I'm, well, uh, I didn't see any regular movies over this weekend because uh, mm, I, went, I was in Vegas. So, you know. Though they have movie theaters there, and I have seen movies in Vegas. Uh, I have. <laughs> they, right, can, like they have, I have like, but not this time. Not this time, <laughs> because I remember one time going and seeing a movie at like after midnight, and that was normal. And I'm like, True. what? Because Vegas is like I mean, 24, you get a 24 hour, hour cinema, kind of place. Yeah, it is. Uh, though on Thursday, for all you anime fans out there, I saw Your Name, which is the name of the movie. It's your Name, and uh, presented by Funimation. It was super cool, and the event was really great. It was at uh, Yamashiro, which is a restaurant in Hollywood. And it looks like a building straight out of Japan. And it's, like, on a Hollywood cliff that you can see the city. And when you go inside, there was, like, um, like think of it like a square kind of U-shape. And in that center area, it's an indoor, like, slash outdoor garden. And so they had seats around the edges of it and a projector up. They had open bar and sushi and, like, appetizers. I was like, this event is really cool. And the movie was really good as well. And so they gave out little gift bags. So actually, there you go. If you guys comment down below, uh, I'll think of a question. But if you you answer that question, there was a goodie bag. And I'll give you the goodie bag. You got a shirt. They had uh, Pocky cookies with the images from the movie, postcards and, like, coasters. And um, I can't mail it, so sorry. But they gave out some bottles of sake as well. Oh, wow. So I'm like, these are some really good gift bags. Man, um, what if I answer correctly? If you... Oh. Maybe, yeah. You know, I got a couple gift bags, so... No, no. Um, but, yeah, it's a cool movie where, like, it's um, it's a guy, a guy in Tokyo City and a... So, in the city kind of atmosphere and a girl in the country kind of idea. And they... I'll try to really read it because I don't want to spoil anything. But they essentially witness a comment and ha- comment and have... Uh, time thereafter where they're switching places so you're inside the other person's body so wakes up and of course they have the fun jokes where the guy's like boobs and like touching his chest because he's a girl now and um she's like guy and they even have a funny moment of like what would you do if you have that's the first time and gotta go to the bathroom or stuff like that and then their friends are like you're behaving really weird but they don't dwell on that for too long they just kind of start it and the thing is once they switch back it kind of is like a dream feeling like they don't quite remember it to the point that they go this isn't really happening but then it starts keeping it's almost like three days a week um so they they write down notes to each other on like their arms or in their uh, phones to be like this is what happened to you just so you know like she sets them up on a date and he wakes up and he's like, I have a date. She's like, have fun. And, you know, so it's just cute. And then them trying to find each other. So, um, oh, there you go. My question is, what's your favorite animated movie to live action? And any kind, any kind. It could be a anime. It can be an American cartoon. So best animated to live action adaptation. Comment down below and I'll randomly select a winner and contact you and I'll mail you the goodie bag. Ooh, look at that. What a sweet <gasps> treat. You know? From Carrie D. Lane. Yes. And then I went to Vegas and saw Panic at the Disco in St. Motel and uh, Mr. Wives. And that this is my crazy day, so I was trying to tell you this. Stuff. So I, I came here, guys. This is how much I love y'all. I came to my show. I did Expanse. Then I went to the anime movie premiere. So that was four, uh, 5 o'clock, 7 o'clock at the movie. Then there's after show. So this is like midnight. And I'm like, so still got to go to Vegas. So I drove to Vegas at midnight and got there at like 4 a.m. 
I bet traffic was a breeze at that oh, time. Oh, it was super easy. There's yes. nothing out there. Yeah. So that I was like, oh, it was great. But that's kind of one of the best things about Vegas. As soon as you get in the casino, you're like, I have no idea what time it is because there's people coming back from the clubs and club attire. There's people at the slot machines. And then there's people like me and like, I got my suitcase and <laughs> ready to go, guys. So. Yeah, and uh, check out uh, Carrie's Twitter and Instagram because on the way back she stopped. Of course, you got to stop by and check yes. out the Alien Jerky. Place. I, I got a necklace there, and I did a little tour video on my Instagram and Twitter because they've they've expanded. Have you been to that place? I, 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 I've been to that place, but not since they started expanding. Yeah. I saw your purchase, like whoa! I was like, it's gotten bigger. So if you guys have no idea, and if you do know, there's like this random. Uh, Stop in Baker, which has the giant thermometer. That's about the only other like claim to fame. And a great A and W root beer. Right uh, there. Yeah, they, oh, I need to. I, that's what I should do next time because I was your ads for A and W, and I'm like, there's none here. There's one in the Inland Empire. Oh, all right. Um, but anyways, so um, no, okay. You guys are commenting in this chat. You need to comment on the video after because this is going to be your what you're writing right now is going to be gone when the video is over. So once the video is over, you need to comment down below. Uh, but I love that you guys are already answering it. <laughs> um, so then there's this alien, alien. So the idea is it's just a beef jerky sh- shop, but they like also sell alien memorabilia and they have like little statues. But it used to be like this dirt parking lot and tiny little place, and now it's like expanded. They have like a animated billboard, which I was like. What? What's going on? Man, it's But not, I, I think that's great. Yeah. It's cool. They're, you I know, like that's been like that way for years and years. I just like finally reached a tipping point where it's like, yes, now we got it. Right? I've, I've been going expanding. to Vegas uh, like, wait, hold on, like 14 something plus years. On average, maybe once a year-ish. There you go. So, been a little while, but... <laughs> Good. I will drive to Vegas for a concert, turn around, and come back. Oh, and if you guys, here's the a beauty of Twitter. We were talking about Twitter. Go, I was going down the street to go to the Bellagio, find out one the night before, which I kind of had heard about. There was an armed robbery, which technically is redundant to say robbery means there's a weapon. So, but either way, there's a robbery. They had like uh, character masks on, and right. And the second day, there was a shooter by the Cosmopolitan, which is right near there. And so I was about to go down the street because they have, like, this beautiful atrium and flowers at Bellagio. Turn the street, and I'm like, oh, there's a cop car. All right, let's go down this other street. Go to Twitter and look at what's trending, Cosmopolitan, and see the new notices of what people are posting. And that was the fastest way to find information about what was going on. Because you could be like, this was posted five minutes ago, three minutes ago. Oh, wow. 47 minutes ago. So, guys, Twitter is pretty amazing of getting information out. So, Quick anyway. dissemination. Yes. All right. Uh, hopping back to our, yes. our top five. Uh, coming in number three, Kong Skull Island, mm. $14.4 million. Uh, Yep, yeah, still. Uh, you didn't see that. You still have not seen No, that. I've... No, nope, you've been busy. Somebody's been galvanizing around the states. And here. next weekend's WonderCon, guys. So, I, I, depends on when it ends. I should be back for that, though. Mm, all right. Well, it ends mid-afternoon normally on Sunday. Like five? Yeah. So, yeah. I, hopefully, you can make it back here in five okay, hours. you know. I have some Deadpool leggings that I'll be breaking out for WonderCon, so you're going to want to go to my Instagram and Twitter page to see those awesome oh, leggings. Oh, <laughs> check it out. Uh, I've got some Deadpool leggings, too, Damn. guys. Damn. <laughs> All right. Who wore it best? <laughs> Carrie wants that we should do down. it on the show. We'll just stand up. <laughs> the camera can zoom in. <laughs> oh, you see how my leg here just oh, popping out of the size of the yeah. Not good. Not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in number th- uh, four, we've got Life, the Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds a sci-fi uh, slash horror film uh, made twelve point uh, straight up twelve point six million dollars. Nice. Uh, I saw that as well. And uh, you know it's uh, it's all right. 
Okay. It's okay. I, I, again, it's all right. A. Which advertisement should they use? Because remember, we were talking yes. about how they had two completely different ads. Which one better suited to what you actually saw? Probably the second one. The one that's more the monster stuff. Yeah. yeah. See, you guys? Yeah. Oh. Las Vegas is Chuck E. Cheese on acid. Uh, sure. A lot of auto animatronic uh, animals. There's lights. Uh, there's stuff really late. Um, Starfire uh, Starfi- uh, said, "I had fun with Kong. Still in the top, not oh, still in the top three, but Kong will need a major upgrade if he's to face Godzilla." Good point. No, okay. that's very true because I mean, you know, certainly Godzilla's. I mean, he's got his atomic breath, so right there. That, oh yeah, that that's true. Levels him up above Kong. Mm-hmm. I mean, so he needs something going on there. Does Kong at least have some agility? Well, sure, he's got a monkey, so yeah, he's... Uh, Maybe I, I, I think, meant to avoid, like, that would be only... Yeah, I mean, because and he's used know. to finding animals with, like, tails and stuff, mm-hmm. so, you know, uh, I don't... Yeah, I feel like perhaps uh, Kong is up deep, so when yeah. he starts slamming his chest, it sounds like sonic pulses. Oh. But no, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You saw... You're pretty impressive to people that you uh, saw three movies... I normally see stuff, guys. I'm sorry. This was just a... I, and I've also had, like, family stuff where I have to take care of people at home, so I can't go out to the movies very well. Yeah. I saw Funny that, Girl, which is old. Um, is that in the top five? That top no, that's oh, really old. I told my parents. I told my mom. I'm like, I saw Funny Girl. She's like... I, I'm like, I know it's really old. I just never got around to seeing it. Uh, and Fantasy Stats Guru, the leggings will be uh, at a WonderCon, so you got to follow me during WonderCon online. So... Uh, Okay, um, more facts about Godzilla, though. Yeah, look at that. Uh, and Starfire Triple uh, X says, uh, you know, not just that Kong is hurt by stuff in this film, that Godzilla is immune mm. to uh, in, in his film, and playing Kong is much weaker. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, and I feel like it's, it depends on how, I'm sure they're going to set this up where you got to have Kong yeah. fight Godzilla, and then I assume at some point they're probably going to team yeah. up to fight another threat. And Sky, just in case you didn't hear that, Kong made uh, 14 million, a little over 14 million. And uh, thank you guys for a suggestion of Secret Garden, which is a K-drama, which I haven't quite got into K-dramas yet. I know. But I like K-pop and J-pop, though, so I haven't quite done the K-dramas. Oh, all right. But there's a lot on um, Netflix, which is great. So, yeah. All yeah. right. Check it out. So uh, for life, I know there was always that that, uh, that like stealth thing. This is going to be like a stealth Venom kind of uh, tease. Uh, it, it not no way at all, and I'm sure you've already seen that mm. on social media and the news sites. Yeah, it is definitely not a kind of uh, a gotcha. venom kind of stealth lead in at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, would have been interesting if it were though. That would have uh, been kind of cool because in terms of mm-hmm. similarities between the character is kind of a, a symbiotic sort of. It likes to attach itself to uh, humans and stuff. So that could I, I could see why the, those rumors kind of started spreading around. Sure. But, uh, and that, you know, that actually, if it, sadly, as a comic book nerd, that would have actually, You're like, huh. I was like, oh, but Venom was a Venom, uh, self-Venom prequel. No, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. No, no. Uh, and then coming up, speaking of comic books, topping on our, our top five, Logan, again, from Fox, another 10.1 million. And I also tweeted this, and I'm, uh, I can't quite recall, but there's a hashtag on Twitter right now, it's like 80s X-Men. And it's people drawing all the X-Men in 80s attire. It is so cool, guys. <laughs> and um, someone did the Logan image like that. And then also someone did La La Logan. And so uh, did the cover yes. of La La Land, but with Logan. Oh, it's so good. That, uh, with Logan in uh, yeah. X-23? Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, and Media X Shock, uh, jumping back for a second to talk about life. He said it was a good film, my fave this weekend. Uh, you know, I'd have to probably, I'd have to probably agree with the three that I saw. I probably would have put Life on the top. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, 
I I mean, Power Rangers, I felt that they kind of got... I thought but you, you can't go in but help build up your expectations because you're yeah. seeing like a childhood kind of favorite brought back to the live screen. So you're coming in with mm-hmm. like a high high level of like, yeah, this is gonna, I hope this is awesome. And then when it doesn't meet your expectations, it sinks it down a little bit more. So yeah, uh, life I had no preconceived expectations. So Not preconceived expectations, but speaking of superhero and trailers and such, uh, what did you think of the new Justice League trailer? Man, you know, uh, well, first, uh, uh, Jason Mo- uh, Momoa as Aquaman, I think he's going to be awesome. I think he's probably going to be the breakout for that film. Just from the little bits that I saw from okay. the trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cyborg, man. Ugh. See, I don't know. I, I As okay. a comic book guy, yeah. uh, I've always loved Cyborg as part of the Teen Titans. And then, of course, when they did DC um, New 52, they okay. kind of changed him and made him part of the original Justice League. Mm-hmm. Kind of pushed him up there. Which, in one sense, it's cool to see a, a character get like a little bit shine in the spotlight uh, and kind of get a little raised in mm-hmm. profile. But on the other side, too, I just like I, he's still, I don't know if he quite... He just doesn't quite gel with the league as much as I feel like he gels with the Teen Titans. And maybe that's mm. just me. And it'd be curious to see people coming into the New 52 fresh and seeing Cyborg introduced in that fashion. And do they still feel like he's just a, a, a great match in the Justice League? Because I'm, I'm bringing in from all those years of reading Teen Titans, where he was sure. always a, a, a main, a central character of that. And I always felt like he works better with those characters and those different personality dynamics. The Justice League, I don't know. I always feel like he just doesn't quite match. But that was just me. I don't know. Did you see it? I ha- I love. I think the trailer looks really cool. I am not super familiar with the DC universe, so uh, I think it looks cool. I know enough of who those characters are, but I had someone, a uh, friend of mine, comment that they felt like Avengers did it well. Of each character kind of had their own movie, and then they had the ensemble movie. Mm-hmm. And DC isn't quite doing that, so they were saying how they felt. I don't associate with these people yet. I mean, Batman and Wonder Woman already got their movie, and Flash has a show, but it's a different actor. That was kind of throwing me off, even though I'm not up to date with Flash. But still, I was like, but it's a different dude. But I think it looks like a cool action movie. We'll have to see. What do you guys think of the new Justice League trailer? A couple of you were very excited. Yeah, I don't don't know. I, I agree with you there. I feel like DC has really kind of saddled themselves with this trying to do too much too fast. Right. I rather would have let them take a little bit more time and make me care about a lot of these characters so when mm-hmm. they do come together for Justice League it really means like, something yes but then you also don't have to uh, waste time on um, doing backstory on all of them because you've already had the movie yes you know like this I feel like you're um, just, exposition uh, there we yes. go you don't have to waste your time on exposition because you're like go watch the other movies yeah I mean we, we, so. and, and this is three characters you got to really yes. kind of set up well um you guys sound like you're loving the trailer uh so it's good uh, interesting. Okay. Um. Yeah, we'll have to see. Everybody's kind of trying to be optimistic. All right. Andrew says that. Yeah. No, I would. You know, as a comic book fan and a huge yes. Superman fan, no, I'd not love for everyone it. in Avengers got their own movie, but there is quite a few of them. So, like, once they all came together, you go, okay, I know who you all are. But then, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, not like any of those characters had a movie before they came together. They were the team. Yeah, I mean, you and it was, see how they come together, but still. Yeah, I mean, at least Scarlet Witch had a little bit in Iron Man too, so at least they kind of tear yeah. over there. Mm-hmm. And Hawkeye, well, Hawkeye was just that, uh, that yes. sweet cameo in the first Thor film, where he's just up there on the crane, mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know, uh, hurry up, because I'm rooting for this guy. But yeah, uh, but everybody else, and then the Hulk was certainly a different interpretation, yeah. but kind of spun out of the the Universal film that they did with mm-hmm. uh, Edward Norton. So you kind of felt like if you'd seen that, yeah. you were still kind of coming in with an idea of what that character is like. Yeah, um, there is a new Justice League animated movie that will be screened at WonderCon that I'm going to try to go check out. Yeah. Uh, is it Justice League or is it the uh, 
versus Teen Titans. You know, it's not it's not Judas Contract. Wait, yeah, that yeah, one. Teen Sorry. Titans, Judas Contract, which is cool. That's going to be so. That's essentially Young Justice League. There you go. Uh, but I feel like I don't think sort of. I, I don't think this but, shows but, how much I know them. But we work is Cyborg, uh, who is you know a member of the Teen Titans during the original comic book storyline, mm. uh, is not going to be in this. Uh, I don't think. I don't know details. Um, I know it's going to be. Someone said Blue you mean Beetle. Scarlet Witch. You mean Black Widow. No, Scarlet Witch got her own little info because no, she Widow was se- a Black Widow in the first Avenger and Iron Man two oh, the, for the first. Well, one. that's what you yes. said. So, but I felt anyway. Um, oh, TV universe and film universe are separate for DC. True, which I'm like, I guess that um, has always been a, a source of frustration for me, especially now. It's because there's that fine line, like who can you use from the. Uh, well, they seem to kind of. They, it was always like you have the film universe and the TV yeah. universe, and never the two will meet, yeah. which is totally fine. But also, feel like Flash has been such a great thing. You've got this great TV show, yeah. but you're doing a ter- totally different interpretation from the film, uh, which is totally fine. I'm all for that. But we should be able to use some of those other characters. What would be great to have uh, Batman on, mm-hmm. uh, on a CW show, and it doesn't have to be a, a whole Batman centric show. But the fact that you could use him as a character just would be would be nice mm-hmm. uh, or Green Lantern is another great example I'd love mm-hmm. to see him as a CW show get people excited because the film didn't do so well mm-hmm. so that when you want to revive him as a film oh. people have already got like a, a rooting fan base for him mm-hmm. well thank you Media Shock said Teen Titans around midday the Warner Brother panel will be around 4 yeah I, I got to meet uh, Kari Walgren which she spells her name like me but she pronounces it Kari who she's um oh totally blanking on the character name Starfire but she, yes she does Starfire. Thank you. Uh, I interviewed her. You guys can watch that interview. She was great to talk to. You. Um, and so that's how I heard about it. So I was like, oh, I should come check it out. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. A personal invite from Kari you know. herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that is our top five. We're going to hop over to the international mm-hmm. numbers real quick. Uh, now, I did mention the, uh, the box office bet. Of course, Power Rangers was the subject of it uh, this, this past weekend. And uh, we've got two for your consideration for this weekend's box office bet. Uh, the two of them are going to be The Boss Baby, the new animated film oh, from Fox yeah, with uh, Alec Baldwin as the voice of a young baby who's uh, in a battle against dogs. And then Ghost in the Shell, the Scarlett Johansson film from Paramount. So those are going to be the two titles buying for your vote. So feel free to start chiming away in the, uh, the chat about which film you'd like to just do the box office bet. And we'll get back to that in just a little bit. Uh, first off, international numbers. Beauty and the Beast, a nonstop juggernaut. It is. Uh, it basically had another $119.2 million Ooh. at the international box office this weekend. Uh, a less than 35% drop from opening last week. The global total, $690.3 million through Sunday, making this live-action turn of the number one movie of 2017 worldwide and domestic. The offshore total to date, $373.3 million. Now this is the uh, it, this has become the fourth consecutive Disney re, uh, release to pass the six hundred million dollar global mark after Doctor Strange, Moana, and Rogue One: A Star Wars Story. It also helped push Disney across one billion dollars at the worldwide worldwide box office last week. The mm. estimated total through Sunday is one point three billion dollars for the Mouse House. Not surprised. Yeah. And in China, mm-hmm. uh, Beauty gave up the number one slot to another beast. Uh, Kong Skull Island took over hmm. with, uh, with uh, its sum to the second biggest English language opening of 2017. It ultimately pounded out $72.1 million in the Middle Kingdom launch. And in IMAX, a $6.5 million China debut on 387 screens is the all-time top March opening in this format. So uh, basically, Kong well surpassed the $200 million internationally with another 93 million frame that brings the total box office to $258.6 million. 
And Power Rangers got another 18.7 debut in 62 overseas markets, while Sing from Universal and Illumination Entertainment finally reached $600 million at the global box mm. office. I still have not seen Sing, and I'm not really jazzed about it. Nope. But I think I own it now, so I have to go. I might as well go watch it. So, mm-hmm. uh, hooray. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm so excited. No. I'm so excited. Uh, so, of course, folks, before we do the box office bet, we like to do a little look back, a uh, box office rewind on somebody that's going to be starring in one of the films coming up this weekend. And uh, I decided to do Alec Baldwin. Uh, who doesn't love themselves from Alec Baldwin in their life? Sure. Sa- you know, and I'll tell you folks right now, Sally the Shadow did not make Alec Baldwin's top five. There's something about the shadow that it was just such a guilty pleasure to watch. Is that um who's the main guy in that? Uh, Alec he... Baldwin, yeah. He plays Lamont Cranston, the shadow. Tim Curry's in there. Uh oh, I'm thinking something else. <laughs> I was thinking the Phantom. Oh, there's Billy, like, Billy Zane. Yeah. Yes. I was like, no, but I'm like, oh yes, the shadow. Okay. <laughs> I uh man, I remember I I I, I yeah. I wanted that movie to be good when I watched it finally and I was like oh. Phantom or Shadow? Shadow but okay. Alec Baldwin is fun as I love yeah. Mike Ranson mm-hmm. uh, but coming in uh, we're gonna as always we knock out his just his uh, his voiceover credits we're gonna knock those out so this will be his mm-hmm. top live action uh, coming in number five for him was The Departed from Warner Brothers came out in 2006 26.8 million uh, a good film yes I did like that one uh, is that with um was that the Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, Mark it's the only thing with that one, I kind of pers- I'm, I was fine with it, but I did hear someone suggest they had swapped those characters because I like Mark Wahlberg a little more than Leonardo DiCaprio, and what their outcomes are. You oh, and Matt rather- Damon. Oh, yeah. Matt, da- yeah, Matt yeah. Damon and uh, Leonardo. Yeah, it'd be better to swap them. Oh, interesting. Uh, so you didn't like the idea of kind of casting against type to see Matt Damon kind of play like the heel? You don't like that? You were not seen- necessarily. I just I don't like Leo as much. So then I would have wanted the other root for the other one more. Oh. But I, I still liked it. But that was an interesting suggestion. Like I hadn't even thought of it that way. I'm like, oh, that could have been an interesting switch. But no. so did you whatever. find yourself like, I want to root for you, Matt Damon, but you're making it so damn hard to. I have sure. you making you're making me like Leo. I don't want uh, to. No, I do like him though too. <laughs> I was at a restaurant and like Titanic was up on the screen. I'm like, oh, that movie. <laughs> no, He's some so people. Young. Uh, some people always criticize like, man, that ending just gets so dark. But I thought I, I liked Departed? it. Yeah. I remember I liked the, that movie. Like the whole elevator sequence at the end. I don't actually remember. All right. Okay. But I remember I liked it. Okay. Uh, coming in number four for him, Along Came Polly <laughs> from, uh, with Ben Stiller. I came out from Universal back in 2004, 27.7 million. I remember I thought it was kind of stupid, but still kind of funny. Uh, yeah, I felt like I felt like the parts I liked best were the Philip Seymour Hoffman bits. Right. There. When mm-hmm. they're out there on the playing basketball. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> or he's getting on shooting and missing, but he made yeah. it sound so cool. And uh, that was the first. I think that may have been the first time that I heard the term "sharded" was from that film. So thank you, Long Game Polly. You, you, uh, you broadened my vocabulary. The more you knew. That's right. <laughs> uh, coming in at number four, or excuse me, number three for him. Uh, cat, the cat in the hat from Universal. I back did in like that actually. I remember, I liked thirty-eight point three. Uh, you know, it was I, weird, but I liked it. I've only seen bits and pieces of it. So. Oh, okay. And he, again, plays like the... Uh, is that is that how you like Alec Baldwin? Is kind of like the, the smug guy that needs to you know be uh, put in his place by the end of the film? Or do you kind of like him more as... Uh, Both. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I just remember, like, see, that's an animated to live action that, that was a weird choice. But it was neat how they executed it. Uh, if you had to choose between that or the, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Which how be? the Grinch Stole Christmas. I yeah. think so. Interesting. Jim Carrey fan, I see. Yes. 
Oh, all right. My brother's name is Jim, so I'm kind of predisposed. That's because that's it. So no. if your brother had been named Mike, it'd be like Mike Myers all the way, baby. That's it. No, no. But then I liked. I grew up watching Jim Carrey movies, so I thought they were funny as a kid. You didn't watch a. What about the Love Guru? You didn't. Uh... Okay, that one was a little rough too. Oh, sorry, Mike Myers. No, yeah. I do like Mike Myers though. But um, yeah, Love Guru was. Very cheesy. <laughs> that was a rough one. Yeah. Uh, coming in at number two for Alec Baldwin, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Back from 2015, $55.5 million. Yes. I like I like all the Mission Impossible movies. No, they, they're, they're all uh, cool in their own way. I felt like, uh, yeah, one, one is good, two is, uh, okay. I feel like two is probably the outlier for me. It's kind of like a little off the beaten path. Uh, not if I had to rank it, I think two would always probably come at the bottom for me. I couldn't recall what order I would rank them in, but I know I've done like the new ones coming out and do the marathon and yeah. watched them all. Uh, I remember I enjoyed them all enough. So, I you know I'll give it up for because uh, I, I what I loved about uh, the the trailers and the promo for Rogue Nation is that it was all about Tom Cruise and every trailer you saw was just him on the side of that airplane, and I just loved that that was like just right out of the gate that was the first scene you saw so. Like something like that, awesome, and then you realize like I've got the whole rest of this film just to s- discover what's going on. And that's, mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. And then they brought more humor into it too. Oh, well, fantasy stats guru says uh, the love guru was pretty super rough. Stay away from it. I haven't seen it. Uh, Serenity says love guru was funny to me. Lol. Uh, I I don't know if I was biased because I actually like Bollywood movies, so I felt it was like mm, you know it's like not <laughs> quite right. Like uh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, that's poor Mike Myers. No, sorry, buddy. Yeah. Uh, and then coming in at number one for Alec Baldwin, a uh, little, a little small film, uh, a little wartime Roma, romance and drama, Pearl Harbor. Roma, I don't Roma, think I've uh, Roma. That was that terrible mispronunciation. Sure. It was a romance and drama. Like, could we have Dramance? a romance? Sure, sure. Uh, from uh, uh, Michael Bay's Pearl Harbor. We'll put him right, his name right at the top of the title. That was a good one. Uh, 2001, 59 point, uh, yeah, 59,000, 59 million, excuse me. Yes, that was a good uh, one. But I feel like that was my, that was a part, part where I feel like, because I was a sucker for Armageddon, I was a sucker for The yep. Rock. Oh, The Rock. I can, I love that movie. I didn't see that one. Uh, but I feel like Pearl Harbor was the first time where I felt like, oh, all right, Michael Bay, you kind of let me down a little bit. Um, I felt like it's like, oh, well, you are human. Oh. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Well, I liked it. The weird thing, just so you guys know, if you ever go to Hawaii, you can go, like, out and, like, there's, you, I, I don't know if you can go down there, but there's, like, bridges you can walk out on and, like, there's the ship still sunk in, like, bodies down there or whatever. Oh. And you can walk out and, like, see the submarines or ships sunk and it's such a weird, trippy thought that yeah. they didn't get out and you're like, oh. But it's cool of, like, interesting of history and very, like, solemn at the same time you know you're yeah. like, this is very crazy piece of history that you can like almost like reach out and touch idea and you can see some of the oil still floating on top of the water as uh, well too i don't remember that but i do remember just being able to see it and going like oh they still have like bodies down there uh, it's weird uh, uh so that was our top five that was a top five look back at alec baldwin uh, speaking of top fives, we better do our top five yes. for next week's box office. Again, as we mentioned for the box office bet, we've got the baby boss, mm. the boss baby, excuse me, and Ghost in the Shell. Uh, first off, I know there's been a lot of like, yeah, I say a lot, but just some okay. you know talk about uh, Scarlett Johansson's casting okay. in that. Yes, uh, we can't get into it too much because we don't have enough time. But my two cents of opinion and very subjective. However, 
for uh, Ghost in the Shell. I was exactly the same way when I heard about casting. I was like, ooh, I, mm-mm. But in rewatching the first and second animated movies, originals of Ghost in the Shell, I was like, well, technically, nothing on the exterior of her is alive. It's only her brain that's alive. That's still a human thing. So it's essentially a robot, and she didn't choose it. So if someone else made it for her, that's completely different than if she goes, this is what I want to look like, or this is how I was born. So there's kind of that aspect of it. And then the original movie makes a specific point of other characters being from certain countries, and it's very international. Like, they point out this guy is American. Like, they even say that American, that Englishman idea. And then there's another character that's very specifically, like, Chinese... uh, might be Korean, I can't recall, but he's like they specifically say another country, but her they never say anything besides her name. So I I encourage you to watch it with maybe a little bit of that. Um I'm like let's see. Um I did hear the director of the original Ghost in the Shell does like it, so hmm. I will definitely want to check it out anyways. I'm I'm planning to watch the animated series. I don't know if I'm gonna finish it in time for the before I watch it, but that's my plan. So I just wanted to say that because I'm like, oh, it's a little too hard to write out in um, text. Um, so, so far in the chat, yeah. it looks like uh, Boss Baby is yeah. uh, taking the lead. Everyone's uh, like, we're going to see Ghost of the Shell anyway. So. I, you know, I have to admit, I mean, I, I, I probably go see Ghost of the Shell, yeah. but it, you know, it's Scarlett Johansson is not like making me more excited to go see this film. Have you watched the original anime? I have not. But that it's... character isn't a very animated person. Of not extremely charismatic, so casting's actually appropriate in that sense. Oh, all right, I guess. Like, she's a little more flat. Like, isn't very, you know, she's a little more neutral, so that's okay. Um, but it's weird, because I, like, I think I was more excited to see Lucy than I am to see this. Oh, okay, sure. And I don't know if that, maybe it's just the way the trailer was cut to make it seem maybe. more enticing. I don't know. Um, there's also, if you guys go on YouTube, Adam Savage does some really cool uh, behind the scenes on props from Ghost in the Shell. Oh, cool. They do it on the geisha masks heads and they talk about how they made those and everything. And then also the um, thermosuit. So they changed that a little bit too. Like the trailer makes it so much more sexy. And I'm like, it's not as sexy in the anime because you're like, but it's not. It's just. You know, to blend into your environment. It's an invisibility suit. It's not necessarily she's naked. But I know when I saw the trailer, people were like, in the audience, like, oh my goodness. I'm like, guys, she's not naked. But, <laughs> um, oh, thank you. Uh, Lee Jen says, um, Ghost in the Shell's on Hulu. So I, I do highly recommend checking out the anime as well. Um, so yeah, we'll see. All right. So, all right. So our top five. Of course, we got The Boss Baby. We've got Ghost in the Shell. Now, Boss Baby is opening up in 3,700 theaters. Ghost in the Shell, 3,200. How do you see that affecting our current top five? Well, besides Beauty and the Beast, um, Boss Baby is probably going to do well in terms of its family. It's comedy. Uh, um... I feel like Beauty and the Beast is still going to be top. I feel Beauty and the Beast could still be top because it's still pretty high in number. Let's yeah. Zoom in on my screen. I mean, um, had a, had but a... I think Power Rangers will probably bump down. Okay. <sighs> I'm not going to think about this too hard, so I'm just going to make some guesses. So, Got Beauty it. and the Beast, um, Boss Baby. Um, uh, Ghost in the Shell. Power Rangers life. 
Interesting. That's going to hold on strong. You feel like Kong's going to drop. Yeah, because I think... You need a, kind of, a good horror-esque kind of film in there. Yeah. Wait, what? A good horror film. Which one? Life. Oh, yeah. I think that will still hold on because I feel that one could be a word of mouth kind of thing. Okay. Um, Power Rangers is kind of its own audience. Um, and then I think Babies is the family thing that's going to kill in that, you know? And then Ghost in the Shell has had a ton of advertisement. Some of it's been kind of bad. They did have a meme. Did you see that one on Twitter? So Twitter, beauty of Twitter. Um, it was a meme campaign, and it's I Am Major. Major is her title, like a military title. It's not her name. And so it's incorrect to say that. So that alone was weird. And the idea is you on the internet could make your own meme. And beauty of the internet. They're like, I'm the perfect example of whitewashing. Or like there was one where a guy, he's, um, I don't know where he's from, but he's Asian. And he goes, what distant land do I need to go to to train? Because it's always a white guy going yeah. to. Yeah. So it's very funny, but it was one of those, oh, that was a bad game. Back. Ooh. So, but it's still getting word of mouth and it's action and it's weird and it's Scarlett Johansson, which I think is what one of the other reasons they picked her too. Uh, interesting. So people there in the chat there, uh, Lee Jen is putting a ghost above Boss Baby uh, and dropping Power Rangers Thunder number four. All right. Yeah. Uh, Ken, wait, did you say Ken Jax or Lee Jen? Lee Jen. Okay. Ken Jax says Beauty and the Beast, Ghost in the Shell, Power Rangers Kong, and then Boss Baby. Okay. Uh, Sky Patterson goes Beauty and the Beast, Ghost in the Shell, Boss Baby. Wait, you're missing one or two. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah, that's three. What's, right. What do you say? <clears throat> well, uh, you know, I, I would your lineup. I think I'll agree with that too. I mean, I mean Boss Baby is going to be the, the weird one, but with 3,700 screens. I think it'll do, that one's also had ads for a long yes, time. Yes, it has. And family movie. So it's all the family and people. Okay, so it's going to be one of those swaps. The people who haven't seen Beauty and the Beast are still going to go see Beauty and the Beast. And then the people who've already seen it are going to be going over to Boss Baby. Base, Boss Baby. Uh, yeah. And everybody likes baby movie things. Do they? Mm-hmm. I like Baby Geniuses, the first one. Uh, how about Luke Who's Talking? Luke Who's Talking yeah, 2. That one's old school. Luke Who's Talking 3. <laughs> All right, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, let's. Uh, we it looks like the the final tally. It seems just from the few votes I saw on there, it seems like Boss Baby is the way it's uh, it's all going. Hooray! Hey, hey, hey. Uh, but we're both. Oh, I thinking said that it's, it's going to be number two. Yeah, right? uh, yeah, we both agree on the number two spot. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting ready to uh, do our box office bet. Now, of course, the way the box office bet works is that you folks in the chat were so kind enough. Oh no! To, keep that higher. Uh, to, to bet on this for us. <laughs> Uh, and so we're going to bet on what we think the actual total uh, is going to be for this upcoming box office weekend. One who's closest gets to have bragging rights, uh, prognosticator amongst prognosticators, and then the loser will have to go see this film and tell us all about it. Someone, so, I think they felt Ghost in the Show was only going to make, oh, someone said 60. I think I saw someone say 30. Yeah, I saw Sky. Uh, was it Sky, Sky that said 34, said 45? Says 60. 40, uh, for, uh, 45 for the because boss the baby? Thi- what do you guys want Boss Baby? Well, he put Boss Baby only at 45. Yeah. But, all right. So, yeah, Beauty and the Beast at 88. I mean, if it drops down. Uh, all right. Okay. Courtney goes Beauty and the Beast, Power Rangers, Ghost in the Shell, Kong, and Boss Baby. I don't, man, I feel like Power Rangers. I don't Rangers, think Power Rangers is going to hold on. No, I don't think it's going to hold on to number two. I'm just, my problem for number two spot is that it needs to be higher than what I think Ghost in the Shell will make. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast is 88. Half of that is like 44, maybe Roundup is 45. But it could be close because we've seen the ones where it's like 41 and 42 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and I, don't, I, I still feel like Beauty's going to do better than 
45. Right? Could be like it. I'd be 50. 50 mid 50s? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going to make a high guess. Oh. Yeah. Oh. We love your guys' guesses. Right. So if you guys are able to watch us live, which we appreciate because it's kind of a late show. So yes. We like that. So uh, oh. if you watch it later, we still love you as well because you guys write great comments on your predictions. Oh, and while okay. he's thinking, reminder, for if you want to win the Your Name gift bag, uh, just comment down below on your favorite animated movie to live action, and a re- winner will be randomly selected, and I will reach out to you. All right, I go with this. I have uh, shaky confidence on this one. <laughs> Star Drew guys, don't go logic, just guess a number. There you go. All I right, read that with some... Sir. Probably more force than maybe you intended. Nope, I felt it was like... Hurry up! Yes! All right, ready? All right. 45. Oh, ah. I was thinking 45, and I lowered it down to 42. <laughs> See? We normally... Yes, <laughs> I was at 45 uh. originally. And I was like, oh, all right. Maybe all right. Be... Oh, so man. So those of you who watch every week, you know, 45, 42. Try to remember, because oh, we always forget. But we do look... I have gone back and looked. Yeah, I feel like anyway. I, I may have a date with the boss, baby. I don't know. I'm scared. Mm. Uh, <laughs> no. And what about chips? Uh, chips uh, did not. Uh, that uh, was number seven, six or seven in the box office. Didn't even make the top five. All right. Because yes. some people are like, oh, you forgot about chips. But No, we did not forget about chips because it did not make the top five. Ouch. It, uh, I can't remember. It, I saw it today and it was like, ooh, either six or seven. So it did not do. I mean, it was under $10 million. So not mm. a very strong opening. Because uh, okay. Logan came in at 10. So, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. So, yeah, chips Sweet. crashed and burned, much like their, uh, the posters that you saw. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Uh, ladies right. and gentlemen, look at that. Uh, we done Good it show. once again. Right there. Uh, we, we made it through another episode of Box Office Breakdown, and we couldn't have done it without you. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Now, of course, as always, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thanks again, as always, for hopping in the chat, sharing your thoughts and opinions. Uh, we love it. We couldn't do it without you. Uh, and, of course, as Carrie said, uh, make sure you comment uh, down below with the question she asked if you want to win that sweet, sweet prize pack. And if you go on my Twitter, I have another giveaway. I'm giving away the um, – there's a little less stuff, but it's still cool. Uh, a gift bag from the Sword Art Online Ordinal Scale movie premiere as well. So Man. that's my Twitter. I got a video. If you go watch the video, just answer the question that's in the video. Carrie Lane's all about the hookups, guys. I know. I'm trying to get you guys free stuff. Look at her. Look at her. She's doing, she's doing uh, just a great service for all of you folks. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's that's where the conversation ends here, but it doesn't have to stop entirely because mm-hmm. you can follow us all over social media and continue yeah. talking with us. Uh, Carrie Lane, where can they find you? Yes, yeah, so if you guys want to continue this conversation and win free stuff, go follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carrie D. Lane, that's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E, and Facebook at Carrie Lane Actor. Uh, and if you want to continue your conversation with me, not win free stuff, but win my heart. <laughs> Oh, that's and such a great prize. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for joining us here. We'll Thank see you, you back here next Sunday night with another fresh, bubbling, hot episode of Popcorn Talk. Uh, Popcorn Talk's box office breakdown. I didn't stick the landing at all on that. Bye, everybody. It's all right. <laughs> Bye. Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.